You are Locked On Bama, your daily podcast on the Alabama Crimson Tide, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, everybody, and welcome back in to Locked On Bama. Luke Robinson, that's me. Jimmy Stein, that's him. Jimmy, how are you today? Good, good. Happy uh, Happy Thanksgiving to everyone in the world, though I believe it's Thanksgiving in the United States only. But happy Thanksgiving to everyone in the world anyway. Yeah, I think that's that's really nice of you, Jimmy. This episode is brought to you by NetSuite, and I also want to thank everybody for making Locked On Bama the first place you go to to listen to your podcast. Um, Jimmy, we just got done with Alabama losing to Iona. Uh, Rick Pitino forced us to play Iona's ball, and um, we shot shitty free throws, and it wouldn't be an issue. I'm already getting texts from my uh, helmet-headed friends saying, well, I can see why Villanova let Quinterly go. I'm like, hey, we won the SEC and the SEC tournament last year, guys. I mean, I mean, Iona's good. I mean, I, no, I don't want to lose. No, I don't want to make excuses. They beat us. I mean, they forced us to play their game, and they beat us. But they're pretty damn good, and it's basketball. So I'm not super worried about it. Yeah, I would have much rather won. I would have much rather gone on to the winner's bracket and won this whole thing. Of course. But we're going to lose some games. And so, I'm, you know, hey, it's part of it. Uh, I hate it. But um, this team still has a lot of promise in front of it. I'm not super worried about it. Yeah, we'll lose. We'll, we will lose SEC games. Quote worse than that, and by the by that I mean we will lose SEC games to SEC teams that will be lower in the RPI than Iona. So that's how you judge whether it's a really bad loss. You, you don't want to lose to a team that's ranked outside of the top 100, for instance. But Iona will not be that team. They they will be ranked inside the top 100. Uh, they're good. Now, that is not to say that Alabama didn't richly deserve that loss. And uh, everybody can point to the last shot that Quinterly, you know, went to the hole and, and it got blocked. Uh, frankly, it was just an outstanding play by the kid from Iona who, who made a clean block without fouling Quinterly. I mean, it was a clean block and it was a hell of a play. And uh, down the stretch, those last two or three minutes, Iona was just – they weren't missing shots and they were making hellacious defensive plays down the stretch they earned that win uh what stands out to me luke in in terms of like where we need to go from here um you know the last two losses the last two times alabama has lost a basketball game uh were to ucla in the sweet 16 and iona tonight and they lost both games because of a failure to make free throws that they would have beaten final four ucla had they had a good night at the line but they had a horrible night at the line. And tonight they did the same thing again. What's really concerning about it is last year's team and this year's team, they should be a good free throw shooting team. This team is is recruited to be shooters. That's who Nate recruits, shooters. And the fact that that you can be a quality shooter and, and, and then be a poor free throw shooter is uh, outrageous, really. And, and that, that's... T- that's where we need to improve. We don't need to give away tough games because we can't make free throws. But that's where the game was lost tonight at the free throw line. Now, well, that and frankly, you know, you hear all the time about a team going on a run after their coach gets a technical foul. I thought Nate Oates' technical was um, kind of puzzling. I mean, 
I know he's sort of hot headed. It felt it felt a little manufactured to me, like not real that um, he was trying to maybe light a fire. But at the time, I think we were up seven or nine points, and uh, it actually had the opposite effect. Uh, yeah. Instead of our going on a run, Iona went on a run, and you know that's that's again those maybe that's something that, that's something. It's sort of like being in a poker game when you make a call on a, a guy that that you're not sure about. You just want to see what his hand is. Now you're going to lose some money, but you're, you're going to find your tell. And later on, that'll help you. So maybe that later on, this will help that team. I don't know. But Jimmy, let me tell everybody about NetSuite. This is it. The putt to win the tournament. If you sink it, the championship is yours. But on your backswing, your hat falls over your eyes. Is this how you're running your business? Poor visibility because you're relying on spreadsheets and outdated finance software? To see the full picture, you need to upgrade to NetSuite by Oracle. Over 27,000 businesses already use NetSuite. And right now, through the end of of the year, NetSuite is offering a -a one-of-a-kind financing program to those ready to upgrade at netsuite.com slash locked on NCAA. Head to netsuite.com slash locked on NCAA for a special end-of-the-year financing on the number one financial system for growing businesses. netsuite.com slash locked on NCAA. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system to power your growth. 93% of surveyed businesses increase their visibility and control after upgrading to NetSuite. Go to netsuite.com slash locked on NCAA. Jimmy, uh, we'll do a quick prediction and really only do an Iron Bowl prediction um, because these games are coming so fast and furious right now. And um, we really need to talk about Jamari and Miller, another commitment. Alabama secures on signing, not signing day, on Thanksgiving day. So pretty doggone cool. Um, he flips from Texas, uh, the number 101 player in the country, I think, according to 24-7. So, um, you know, pretty big get, uh, our second running back, and um, we really wanted another running back. So I think this is a great pickup. Really was. And at all three, we rank him even a little bit higher. Uh, big, we're real, real big on that kid. I think uh, we have him as the third-rated running back in the country, and that was, you know, he's been uh, committed to Texas for most of uh, most of this uh, fall, uh, this was a big, big time pickup. I mean, uh, he's really good. Um, you know, he reminds me of, and maybe maybe it's it's too obvious, but uh, it reminds me of Jace McClellan, who we got just two years ago. In terms of, here's a home run hitter. I mean, that he's a home run hitter, but at the same time, if you think all he is is he's an outside the tackles guy, that's just a speed guy. You're mistaken because he will he will break tackles. He will have some success up inside as well. Uh, but but in terms of what he does best, uh, he flies to the end zone. Um, this is a really big pickup for Alabama. They they wanted a second running back in this class. Uh, it, it, if you want to call him the second running back, it's a it's a hell of a pickup. And I'll go this far as a running as a pure running back even though Henderson is rated higher and ranked higher by the experts, including all three. Uh, I don't know that I'd bet against Miller being better than Henderson. I mean, I, I think he's he's just a, a natural, God-given athlete with running back skills. He, he's a running back and nothing else, and, and he's proven himself against really good competition in East Texas. Uh, I think this is – a Really big uh, for for Alabama. This is a high quality player. Yeah, really like him a lot. Um, great tape. Of course, every running back that you're recruiting 
in uh in the SEC is gonna have great tape. I don't know why everybody's like, Oh, I love his film. Well of course you do. He's a running back getting recruited by an SEC team. I mean, if he didn't have a great film, nobody'd be recruiting him. <laughs> but um kids like, uh, yeah, the kids of Kentucky and Mississippi State and South Carolina, they they look pretty good on tape too. True. Yeah, I mean all, all of their tape is just flat out awesome. I do think yeah, it's the interesting that the difference with the big time guys to me is just straight out measurables. Uh I know people get tired of me talking about that, but I don't know. I could sit here and debate for a while. I don't know if measurables mean any more at any other position but running back. I mean, you can – like like you were saying, Luke, you can watch the running back signees of Kentucky and South Carolina or even, even UAB and Southern Miss, and you would be really impressed by what they did in high school. But the difference is tell me exactly how much he weighs – and exactly what his 40 is, and exactly what his, what he does in the weight room, exactly what his track times are, and that's how you locate the big boys. That's how that's what separates the power five kids from the group of five kids. Is whoa, this guy, and, and really, it's about two numbers. And, and I'll tell you what they are. People will be surprised because they think they're the numbers to me are are 246, and by that I mean. If you are 200 legit pounds and you legitimately run under a 46040, welcome to the SEC. You are big time. There aren't many kids that do that. There, there, there's really not. Now, Miller isn't 200 yet. I think he's probably about 190 right now, but he will be 200. I mean, any kid showing up at 190 is going to be 200. Uh, so he, that to me is the cutoff line. Like, like who can really be elite? at the SEC level is, and it's 200-pound kids that run a 4.6 or better. I, I got to tell everybody about this. They probably heard me typing in the background. I'm, I'm liter- We're literally recording this right after the Iona game because we have Thanksgiving things to do. But um, Alabama Dynasty on Twitter, which is at Silvered Line Capital N, um, basically tweeted, uh, which is just insane to me, um, he, he said, uh, well, I'm trying to find, I got to go all the way back on Twitter. I'm not fast on this. He said, got to get a coach that doesn't draw a technical foul, which led to a seven zero run. Look, I, I made the point earlier. The technical foul didn't work out. I think it was manufactured. I don't think it worked out, but this is what I'm talking about. Helmet hits when P and overreaction this, yeah. when people say, Oh, we need a new coach. Cause our coach doesn't know what he's doing. We lost to Iona, who's coached by Rick Patino, who played really well, and we missed a shitload of free throws, dude. I mean, he's up. And then he um he he doubled down several times and, and was like, uh, he finally said, Y'all are the type of fans Nick Saban was talking about. I was like, I think you oh. misunderstood what the hell Nick Saban was talking about on his rant the other day. <laughs> You're exactly he complete opposite. About. He meant the complete yeah. opposite of what you think. Yeah. He meant let's not fire the fire the coach and the whole team for for I mean that that's just a game I mean who knows hey, put it this way I, I don't think this is going to happen I'm not betting on it's going to happen but but Luke are you going to be floored if Iona beats Kansas on Sunday Hell no, no. not floored not floored surprised yeah yeah floored no all right Jimmy let's go ahead and um, talk about these other live reads really quickly. For BetOnline AG, BetOnline.ag is where you want to go to put that bet in this weekend. You got it's, it's Thanksgiving's known for turkey. It really should be known for betting. 
That's what Thanksgiving's all about. All of my Thanksgiving memories are about me betting on the Detroit Lions and Dallas Cowboy games. And then when they finally added that third NFL game at night, I really started loading up and parlaying and teasing. And you can do all that stuff at betonline.ag. Yes, I'm a little bit of a degenerate myself back then because I was probably underage. Uh, but you know what? Now I'm I'm cool with it. I love it. It's great. It's a lot of fun. Just bet a little bit of money. Put some, make it interesting. You don't want to sit there and listen to your uncle ramble on about some bullshit story where he says he was in a war and you know he wasn't even in the military. And you're like, shut up. You know, but I got to listen to him because he's my uncle and my mom will get mad if I tell him to shut up. So what you do instead is you bet on the Cowboys or the Lions or the Saints or the Bills, and then you sit there on your phone and you watch that game as he's rambling on, drinking all your beer, eating all your leftovers. That's what you do, and you do all this at betonline.ag. Betonline.ag is the easiest site to navigate. It's so much fun. Go there, ASAP. Why are you listening to me right now? Go there while you listen to me. You can do that. Betonline.ag. Use promo code Locked On. You'll get a 50% welcome bonus, 50% money. Go get it. Betonline.ag. Also, Built Bar. Built.com is where you go to get these delicious, nutritious Built Bars. You know, I had to explain to Zach Blackerby, host of Locked On Auburn, uh, yesterday when we did our crossover, what a Cato diet was. Uh, if you listen to this podcast, you know what a Cato diet is. Jimmy tried to uh, think a Cato diet was a keto diet. It is not. A Cato diet is when you sleep on the couch of your murderous friend and you try to lose a little bit of weight. A keto diet is when you eat Built Bars and things uh, low in carbs that will help you lose weight. Um, it's all about your body's uh, ability to do sugar. And Jimmy apparently is trying to find his iPhone right now, but uh, that's okay. So go to built.com, tra- check out Built Bars. They're delicious. They're nutritious. They're a ton of fun to eat. You will love them. You'll get them all the time. They'd be great to have after a big Thanksgiving dinner because they can help you lose weight. That, uh, that's built.com, built.com for these delicious, nutritious Built Bars. All right, Jimmy. Um, Let's uh, let's go ahead and do these predictions for the Iron Bowl. Excellent. Get everybody out of here a little bit early. Um, you go ahead and go first. Well, I'm going 38-17 Alabama. I feel like uh, T.J. Finley is a better matchup for the Alabama defense in the sense that I don't worry quite as much about defending immobile big strong guys. Uh, I feel like our pass rush is going to get to them. Our pass rush will make something happen. Uh, I don't think Auburn's offense will be particularly effective. That will help also our own offense in terms of giving a steal position. Um, Where I do think Auburn is going to match up fairly well with us is their defense. This is a pretty good Auburn defense. They're going to play hard. We're going to get the A-plus effort. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised to see Alabama struggle offensively to an extent but in the end, Auburn's just not able to move the ball much on offense. I'm going to give them 17 just because I'm a little uh, not so sure we're as good on defense as I, as I hope we might be. But, uh, but even winning 38-17 be an impressive win on the road against a quality SEC team. I think this would knock Auburn to 6-6, six and six, which doesn't sound high quality, but really it is a 6-6 six and six SEC team. Uh, with 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 you know a few SEC wins is actually pretty good, uh, but I, I think Auburn missing their quarterback, missing their kicker, missing the tight end, it's just just too much uh, for them in terms of matchup with Alabama. So I like Bryce to play well. I like B Rob to have a good second half, 
and, and Alabama to sort of uh, play a pretty even game for two and a half quarters maybe, but then pull away big, 38-17. All right, when I did the crossover with Locked on Auburn yesterday, I, I'll keep that score because, I mean, it's sort of jackass. He have several different scores. I said 42-28 Alabama, and one of those 28-point uh, scores – what the hell sentence was that? One of those scores for Auburn at least the 28 points um, is of the unconventional manner, meaning it's a punt return, kickoff return, scoop and score, block, kick – interception return for a touchdown, something like that. It's it's not going to be a regular score. And I do think one of them also will be late to make it look uh, a little bit closer. I, I, I'm just, I'm, I'm all in on Bryce Young now. I feel like he's, he's doing his thing. I mean, 559 yards, five touchdowns with no picks will make a person feel that way. Um, I think Will Anderson is going to have a nice day going against that offensive line and, and going up against uh, uh, T.J. Finley, who is really, really big and hard to bring down, but he's certainly not as mobile as Bo Nix. And I feel like that that's going to give Will Anderson an opportunity here. So if Bryce Young uh, does his thing, I think Alabama can win, you know, rather convincingly. 14 points to me is convincingly. I don't care what the spread is. So, and I'll certainly take a 14-point win. I'll take a one-point win anytime I play Auburn. And then, of course, that will lead us into Georgia, where – the Georgia game is so huge on multiple levels because um, you, you, that's the Heisman game for Bryce Young. If Bryce wins that game, if Alabama wins that game, and Bryce only throws for 250 and two touchdowns, he's going the Heisman. I mean, there's no doubt in my mind. But if he throws for 500 and five touchdowns and Alabama loses, C.J. Stroud's going to win the Heisman. So uh, that's the case. And one other thing I talked about, and one thing that scares me about this Auburn game and a, certainly the Georgia game. Talked about this on ESPN, the ticket in Montgomery on Wednesday, like I do it about 12.20 every Wednesday for, with them. But um, they asked, you know, about this team and, and what I think the prospects are going for. And I said, you know, here's my thing. I, I'm now convinced Alabama might have the best two players in the country in Will Anderson and Bryce Young. And then there's a huge gap to the next best player in the country. Whereas Alabama usually has five of the top 10, six of the top 15, players in the country. Now, it might not have number one or number two, but it's got a boatload of there in between. And the problem now, I think, is you go Bryce Young, you go Will Anderson, then there's a bunch of other players before you probably get to Jamison Williams, right? Or maybe right. Evan Neal? Now, uh, you know, Evan Neal was, is probably a better player than, than Jamison Williams, but for, for publicity's sake, for award-winning sake, for – for fans, uh, uh, Jamison will be third. But but who who's the third best player on the team? It's Evan, if he's not actually higher than that. Maybe Evan might be better than Bryce, frankly. He, and I'm, I don't mean that as a slight against Bryce. Evan might be the number one pick. Nobody talks about that, but that could really happen. Evan could be the number one pick in the NFL draft in April, and not enough people are talking about that. Yeah, yeah, he definitely could be the number one draft pick. Uh, and then it's funny because the next year, Bryce and Will may be fighting for that slot, number one draft pick. But, Jimmy, we'll go ahead and wrap it up for today. So, everybody have a glorious Iron Bowl weekend, assuming Alabama wins. They better because if they don't, I'm never going to do anything ever again. But, uh, yeah, they need to win this game and be done with it. And let's hope the Alabama basketball team bounces back, gets a couple more wins. I mean, yeah, one of them will be against a Drake and a – 
whoever the hell Kansas played today or something. But you know what? Just get out of there with two wins. Come home six and one. We got we got a pretty tough stretch uh, coming up after that. So this won't be our last loss, folks. But you try to learn from these things and get ready for the tournament. Basketball is different than football. We don't have to hinge. Uh, the whole season doesn't hinge on, on every single win and loss. And um, so, therefore, be much more concerned about the Iron Bowl this weekend than anything basketball-wise for a few weeks. So that's going to do it. Uh, everybody have a great weekend. Jimmy, roll tide. Roll tide.